It's been two weeks since we've done a show, and a lot has happened. I'm Ryan Joy, and I run MinuteSpellTime.com, a website and database tracking pro wrestling from around the world. The WWE has shaken things up with the draft, which doesn't go into effect until after Crown Jewel. We have NXT call-ups, teams being split up, and some major wrestlers flipping back and forth. I also made it to AEW Dynamite in Rochester and Philadelphia. So on today's show, we're going to talk about my trips to AEW and the WWE Draft. We also have some major headlines from World Wrestling. Al Carl is in the house, and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for October 11th, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. All right, Al, welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to hear that music again, Ryan. Where the hell have you been? I know it's been I was it's been 13 days since we've done a show on the show here. So uh, the last one was Tuesday in September, I think 28th. So it's been a long time. Damn. I got on a plane on the 28th later that day, went up to Rochester, New York, did Dynamite, uh, and the, actually I did the EWP. So I, it was the next day, yes. next morning. Yes. I did. Uh, I went up to Rochester for Dynamite. I did that. I went to an indie show on Friday in Syracuse. I went to say happy birthday to my mom in New York. And then we went to Philadelphia uh, Dynamite. So it's been pretty crazy, but I did get make it home. I was able to watch some GCW over the weekend and knock down. It's knocked down. And uh, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, but we've got wrestling. Wrestling didn't stop just because I was all over the place. Yeah, and I had to deal with my in-laws, so I'm jealous. <laughs> well... <laughs> Here we go. So, Al, let's talk about the draft. Now, I didn't watch the Raws or SmackDowns where the draft actually happened. I was on travel, so you're going to have to fill me in as best you can. But I under—I've got all the notes. I understand what what's happened. I think the most exciting thing, whenever we talk about movement in the rosters, is to talk about the implications uh, of the NXT call-ups. So we had a bunch in this particular draft. We had uh, six. And then an entire faction as one of those six. So it's really like 10 people coming up, nine or 10 people. So we have Austin Theory to Raw, Drake Maverick to Raw, Ridge Holland to SmackDown, Aaliyah went to SmackDown, and uh, Hit Row, all of Hit Row to SmackDown. So SmackDown making out here. Yeah, they got they got the most of the uh, of the NXT guys. You know, Drake Maverick, I didn't put on this. Drake Maverick, he was on Raw before. I know he was kind of split in time. Uh, putting guys over on NXT 2.0, and then uh, you know he's been chasing the 24, or organizing the chase for the 24/7 championship um, on Raw. So I didn't put him on here, but yeah. So these are the guys. Uh, this is the current NXT roster. Um, the, the couple names that stick out to me, uh, or I guess one specifically, is Dakota Kai, and we talked about this on Tuesday. She didn't get the call up, and now everybody's kind of worried here about her because. Um, she just came off her championship feud with Raquel Gonzalez and we were all expecting the next step. She didn't win it. And apparently she was on all these main event shows and, and whatnot. And her name was not called. Now, I guess that doesn't mean she doesn't go eventually, but you know, it, it's kind of a big moment. Uh, I don't want to, you know, equivalent to, uh, in an NFL draft or whatever, when there's a big celebration, you go up, you shake the commissioner's hand, this, that, and the other. And it's a big moment in a professional athlete's life. But, you know, I'm, I'm assuming these NXT superstars 
They look forward to this. I remember the first ever draft. Alexa Bliss was in tears when she got drafted um, yeah. out of nowhere. So uh, Dakota, I don't know if they just robbed her of that moment for a uh, a run-in later on uh, after Crown Jewel, but uh, Dakota Kai, that name sticks out bad. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I You know, Dakota Kai, so <clears throat> it's kind of a double-edged sword. On one hand, it's like if she were to be drafted – she has to share the spotlight with all these other people. If she makes some surprise come up, you know, between now and the end of the year, she gets the moment all to herself. Yeah. Um, now, on the other the other side of that is, it's almost it's almost impossible not to talk about. We've had fifty seven releases this year. Yeah. We know once WWE makes their decision, it feels like it's you know it's over. Like the you know things happen very quickly. So, um, you know that's that's hanging out there too. Is like. Some of these people that we thought might go up, are they going to get cut? Well, it is exactly what the thing is. Everyone is just scared to death of Dakota Kai because you know we love her. We think she's great. She belongs. And is you know Tegan's up there, Tony's up there, Shotzi's up there. Why? Why not Dakota Kai? Like she's been the May Young show. She was day one May yeah. Young Classic. You know, so and she did well in that tournament. She went to you know she got to the quarterfinals before I believe she ran into. Uh, uh, Kyrie Sane, but it's uh, yeah, we're worried about that. So that's and that's that's the one person right now that's on the radar. I think Pete Dunn will be okay. I mean, he actually lost his entire faction because they turned on Oni and yeah. Danny, and then Ridge gets the call up. So now uh, Pete Dunn's flying solo again. Kyle O'Reilly was a possibility. He he didn't get called up. Um, you know, those are the kind of names that stick out to me. Yeah, uh, I was like, thinking maybe Oni and Danny too, because you know the funny thing is, you know, if they just got kicked out of the tag team, figured they would get the call up, and then Oni came out, did the proper thing last Tuesday. He put over uh, a new guy, I believe it was Zion, um, Zion something, yeah. uh, the, the Singaporean guy. So we figured maybe Oni was, you know, those guys were gonna get caught, and they didn't, they didn't get it either. So it's uh, you so know, they know I didn't watch. Them. I didn't watch NXT. Was it Dante Chen or was it? No, uh, Zion. It's the other guy. Yeah. Zion Quinn uh, Zion recently Quinn, defeated yeah. Oni Lorcan in one-on-one action. So now you have Zion Quinn. That's, you know, Oni beat Finn Balor and Karrion Cross by himself. So now Zion <laughs> Zion Quinn is taking out Oni. You know, how good is this guy? You know? Right. Oh, he's not the Singaporean guy. He's Samoan. Uh, I'm sorry. Dante Chen, you're right. Is this, uh, Dante Samoan. Chen is the guy from – Yeah, yeah. it wasn't Dante. Yep. So, yeah, so uh, so it's very interesting, you know, when you look at NXT. In, in fact, NXT, like this whole conversation that we're having about all these new faces, what does that mean for our old faces? Like, that's the conversation we've been having for, what, going on a month now. And then we had the draft. You mentioned Dakota Kai was, the per- was like, the person that we all had kind of pegged. The, the good news on Dakota is she's excellent, right? Yes. She's not one of the people that are, that's, like, a, a rough-around-the-edges worker. So, like... If Dakota, if something happened with Dakota Kai and she got released or whatever, she'd find work, right? It's, there's no question there. Yeah. Um, so that's the so that's the good news. Plus the fact that she, she's excellent to me says, hopefully WWE will recognize that and and bring uh, her. I'm gonna, have a, I'm gonna have a visitor in about two seconds. Is it your cat? <laughs> yeah, it's Stormy. <laughs> and he loves the camera all of a sudden. Um, another name, and actually his, his, his uh, I don't know if it was a rumor or something came up over the weekend, but Johnny Gargano changed his Twitter, uh, his profile from NXT superstar to professional wrestler. So now Johnny hasn't been on TV. We know Candace is pregnant. Maybe it's that, but 
Johnny's nowhere to be found all of a sudden. He lost Austin Theory. Uh, Indy's doing her own thing now. She's got a new tag team partner. Uh, they finally mentioned her name last, name last Tuesday. I don't remember what it is, but Candice is off TV. So the way is now since been disbanded. Uh, you know, where, where, where's Johnny? Where's Johnny? What's going to happen with Johnny? So, yeah, and his contract's up December 3rd. So yeah, that's a. <laughs> so, so we'll see what happens with with Gargano, um, and and everybody. So, so those are your NXT call-ups. The thing, other one I wanted to mention, the list that we had brought up, hit row to SmackDown. Now, yes. Now Swerve Scott, he is well credentialed. He's been he had a heck of a run on the Indies, um, and you know he's been around for a long time. Not even blinking at the fact that. Swerve Scott got, got called up. Um, the other three in the faction, I, I do blink. <laughs> like, yeah. has had one match, and I don't think she did a run on the indies. So, or two matches, maybe, for BFAB at this point. Yes, because she had a no disqualification match with Electra Lopez. And I remember yeah. everyone sitting there, I'm like, why would you put these two in that position? Mm-hmm. When neither of them have done anything yet. And they shine. So, to their credit, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't. It wasn't Kenny Omega versus Okada, but it it was it was it was it exceeded the expectations because I think everybody had the bar low set for them, so they did okay. But yeah, they're green. You know, top Dollar, I know John Smith's a big fan of Top Dollar. I'm not worried about him. I'm not really worried about Ashante either. Uh, I think this is more of the uh, the character, and yeah. um, I don't know. This isn't a, an answer to the claimed. I mean, that can't be it. I mean, that's not. No, <laughs> like, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they, uh, yeah. And then they actually, the big North American championship uh, match tomorrow night. We're going to, you know, we possibly see the title change and get Santos, uh, the belt that he wanted. Do you think they brought up the wrong, the right faction? Should they have brought up Legato? I don't think there's a wrong answer. Um, yeah. I, I don't think, I, I think Legato, well, you're in the same situation. You know, you got, you got a guy that can go, you know, Santos and, and Swerve, Yep. I, I'll put them on the same level for now. You know, I, I love them both. And then, you know, maybe Joaquin and Raul, maybe because of, uh, not, I don't want to say seniority or long better workers. He's been around longer. You know, Raul Mendoza was in the Cruiserweight Classic. That's how long he's been around. So, yeah. um, you know, but they, it's, they're they smaller. You know, like I said, Top yeah. Dollar's got them in that, in that. And then you got Electra Lopez and B-Fab kind of can't. It would have been the same situation. I, I think you, you got both uh, great factions. Both have great character factions, you know, as for storyline purposes or whatnot. You know, they both tell, um, they both have a heritage and, and, and a background. You know, that's the whole guy. That's their whole thing, the legacy uh, of the lucha uh, Mexican wrestling. So, and this is uh, so. So, moving on to the other ones. This is WWE main roster's second look at Austin Theory. Yeah, I'm sitting here and I'm wondering, has he really developed that much since his last run at the main roster? Now he's done a bunch of character work. He's kind of goofy and stuff since he's been down on, on NXT this time around. But has he progressed enough to where you think that he has a good shot this time? I just think, didn't he piss somebody off? No, he pissed somebody know. off when he got I don't think it had anything to do with his mic work or his ring work or anything. And Austin Theory is great. And he's, he's a guy that you can develop too. What is he, like 22, 23? Oh, like yeah. Austin Theory is yeah. going to be around for a while. Uh, I, I If I remember correctly, he, he pissed somebody off. That was... Well, he was, you know, they had let Zelina Vega go, or they were shortly after they let Zelina Vega go, and Andrade left too. So he was probably in not the best company in terms of, you know, 
Yeah, well, like I said, he was in with with Garza and Andrade, and then yeah, all that happened. And the last we had, the last thing I, I think we saw in the in the it was in the uh, performance center before even the, the changeover, he was supposed to be one of Seth Rollins' disciples. I believe right, that I believe right. he got kicked out, and Rollins picked him up, yep. and that was the end of that. Because then you know I it, you know the whole thing with Buddy Murphy and the Mysterios, and then AOP got released, which is crazy. They haven't popped up lately. Yep. But so then you know Zaylee. Ridge Holland, two more guys that are, or not guys, but two more athletes, I guess, that have had relatively short runs, right? Zia Lee, you know, her character has gone through a, quite a transformation in the last yes. year. She's been around a long time. She was also a May Young Classic alum, but her matches have rarely exceeded three minutes long. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's a very interesting play to pull her up. Ridge Holland, uh different right he's been around a, a while too he had a run in nxt uk and then he came over nxt he got injured for a bit and he's back um they must just like what they see in him because he he has not i mean he's not put in the time that pete dunn has had i wouldn't no, rich has the look that vince loves that didn't that didn't shock me that rich got called up you know it's you know he's i don't say a younger version of sheamus but you know the european you know it's just yeah yeah sometimes i I look at some of the guys that are on NXT and I'm like, sometimes I go, you know, that person's not going to be ready, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're on the main roster. Tomorrow. Yeah. 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 I, I, I know. I think Rich Holland, that didn't shock me. I'm happy for him. Um, because he's a big guy, big guy. He's got the look. He's got a character. You know, he's, he's got that, that, that UK bruiser bar fighter, you know, look to him. And, uh, you know, I have a problem with that. Xia Lee, you're exactly right though. Xia Lee, we haven't seen, she just went into this character change and now Boa and Mei Ying are on an Island by themselves. Yeah. Um. Down in NXT, so that kind of screwed them over. I don't know if, you know, Mei Ying again was in another match last week, but who knows what she can actually do? You know, we don't even know who she is. Is she even like? Was she somebody? Karen Q. So she she does have an identity, okay. but but uh, yeah, still a lot of people don't know who she is. <laughs> even then, I wouldn't. So. I, wouldn't I, I didn't even know who was it. Her has it been her the whole entire time. I feel like they changed. I, I think feel like so. they changed this character just because, like, oh crap, we have she has to wrestle now. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's been her the whole time, but okay, you know the way they they've had her dressed up. Like, if she was not healthy or was not there, they could easily, you know, make a switch yeah. there. So, all right, so on from NXT, I think the other thing that's interesting with the draft is that the women's championship seems to have flip flopped a little bit here. So we got Charlotte, who is the Raw Women's Champion, she's now on SmackDown. Yes. Becky Lynch, who is the SmackDown champion, she's now on um, Raw. They all uh, Becky obviously has a big match at Crown Jewel, where she's defending against Bianca Belair, also on Raw, and Sasha Banks, who is still on SmackDown. So it's kind of like, what's going to happen here? Al, are they going to do the same thing the tag team champions did and just switch the belts, or what if what if Bianca or what if Sasha Banks wins at Crown Jewel, and then you've got both champions on the same brand? Yeah, that's the big question. And honestly, I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. Now, is this the cheapest way to give Char uh, Charlotte another title reign? Oh. <laughs> Probably. Because yeah. that's what they did with the New Day. They switched the belts. Therefore, your new champions and the New Day broke the tag team championship record with their 11th title reign based on a handoff in the back because they switched shows. Um, I, I think... I think the smart money would be on Becky in that match. Only be, well, A, it would make the switch easier. Or Bianca. 
or Bianca, but it's, it's, I feel that in the past, these Saudi Arabia shows, as glorified as they are in the big stadiums and all the money that goes into that, that they got paid, they use every dime of it, I feel like. They, the Titan Trunks use, there's no shortage of pyro. So, yeah. um, but it's just a glorified house show. It is. So, yeah. I, I now Goldberg won the championship there. Yeah, that was it. Goldberg Goldberg won the Universal title, and I do believe The Fiend beat Seth Rollins as well. In a, uh, I was looking back at it because I thought that was the Hell in the Cell match that everyone cranked over, uh, but it wasn't. It was actually the, it was the rematch where The Fiend won the Universal title for the first time. So they do do title change. I just said doo-doo. And, um, but it's just, it's just, I don't think, you know, that's Goldberg in the, you know, you're launching people there. And I said, they paid for Goldberg. They paid all those millions of dollars sure. for Goldberg. That's what they wanted to see. Yeah. The Fiend, maybe as well. Maybe, I think the Fiend was maybe more storyline than it was, uh, you know, launch a character. I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're, you know, the, the man is going to walk in and out. Um, and if not, yeah. then Bianca's the one that's getting pinned because then it's going to be Charlotte. I, to I, me, I, the storyline's a lot more Sasha. interesting if it's Sasha Banks that wins. Because we did the tag team thing last year where they where they both had you know the belts or whatever they just switched yeah. belts. This yeah. year would be more interesting if instead they have both champions on SmackDown, especially as you're heading into Survivor series with brand supremacy right next month. Maybe that's a more interesting storyline of SmackDown having that one up on Raw going into Survivor Series. And maybe maybe if they don't win SmackDown, they have to vacate the title or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's it's an interesting yeah Survivor Series puts a, a, a yeah huge wrench in that whole entire because they I don't think they'll rip it off twenty twenty if they do the same thing over again you know it's gonna annoy people which I get but um like I said it's just to get you know here comes Charlotte now she's a twelve time champ you know so it's yeah that that's just it's a very it's a, it's a fun situation I'm actually I mean I'm, I was in, I was intrigued even if the draft didn't happen I'm ext I'm extremely intrigued in that match I think that's going to be a great match with those three. Now we don't have Charlotte does not have a match as of right now in Crown at Crown Jewel yet. No, so we don't have this. Jump the winner. She's going to jump the winner of the Queen's Crown tournament. There you go. Yeah, you know that makes sense, and we're going to get into Queen's Crown in a minute because all the other people that have a name Queen, they're in the tournament, but Charlotte wasn't even put in. So we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Um, also, tag teams. We had four go to from Raw to SmackDown. And four go from SmackDown to Raw, which I didn't even know they had that many tag teams. <laughs> Rude and Ziggler switched to Raw. Ray and Dom switched to Raw. Street Profits and Alpha Academy, they all switched to Raw. Jinder and Shanky, if that I don't know if that's really a tag team, but they were drafted together, I guess. Yep. To SmackDown. Viking Raiders to SmackDown. New Day, Carrillo, and Garza switching to SmackDown. So the Smack the tag divisions, it's with the few exceptions, it's almost like they lifted the Raw division and put it up on SmackDown and the SmackDown division and put it on Raw. So it doesn't even open up too many uh, new possibilities, really. To a point, I, I when the Viking Raiders got drafted to SmackDown, I jumped out of my chair and I just said, please, God, hold that off till WrestleMania. You know, I always got – I was concerned. Just in the back of my head was concerned that we might have an Otis and Tucker situation on the Viking Raiders where one would get drafted – over to SmackDown or something, and the other mm. one would get forgotten. Luckily, that didn't happen. But yes, I, the Viking Raiders. I feel like that's a team that anytime they want to make them the 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 baddest team on the planet, they can. Oh yeah, anytime. 
just unleash them. That's they will just get the leash off them, get the car on, just let them go. I mean, I said, do it. I don't even care if they don't do it until freaking WrestleMania. Like, unleash the Viking Raiders at WrestleMania mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. the Usos and just let them just tear it down because they can. Like, that's not like they're gonna. Yep. Give them twenty minutes. Let them do what they want. Yeah, and then you go put put like no holds barred or put a, a, a no DQ stipulation on that. They would kill each other. And it would be absolutely amazing. So here are the people that were split. Uh, the New Day, obviously, uh, Big E is going to be on Raw. And Xavier and Woods, they're going to SmackDown. Mace is on SmackDown, and T-Bar is on Raw. They had a match on Main Event, which was, I guess, their last match. They won. Um, Tamina on Raw, Natalia on SmackDown, Tegan on Raw, Shotzi on SmackDown, I put Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. They split too. Nia's on Raw. Shayna's on SmackDown. I think that storyline was adequately put to its conclusion when Shayna destroyed Nia a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. and then we don't have to go through the yes, the match that you know the separation match. You know. Right, we're we're good. So, so that's the the groups that were split up. Do you think either Mace or T Bar has a shot on on their own? Dijakovic does. Dijakovic, he totally does. He's great, but do you think that they're he's going to get the push? Yes. Okay, good. I know. No, no, I, I think I don't know. If, I don't whether it, I wouldn't say it as T bar. You, you just let him go as dominant Dijakovic. Bring back the feast your eyes, and yeah. even I think that's stupid. But whatever, it worked for him, and people loved it because the crowd did it with him. So, um, no, Dijakovic can totally make it on his own. I, I haven't seen enough of Mace to make, um, yeah. to make that general. Uh, uh, educated guess, I guess. You know, Dijakovic has been proven. Um, but going to, you know, Veer is the guy I had my eye on. And we've, John Ryan, we've had a lot of conversations. We we know Veer is the Shawn Michaels of the team with Shanky. <laughs> so <laughs> you're darn right about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Veer, you're thinking he's going to go on his massive singles run. I forgot to put that up in the split ups. Veer is on Raw. Shanky and T- and Jinder over on on SmackDown. So you think uh, Veer's going to go on a WWE title run? Sure. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Definitely. Next time they have an Indian pay uh, pay per view over in India, uh, <laughs> look for Veer to beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you don't even know what to say about. That. No. No, I'm just I was just thinking about like what we had to say about the Viking Raiders, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm trying to apply that to Veer. That's hard. I just like I said, I, I like to make you know I can I compared Orange Cassidy to the Undertaker. I've compared Roman Reigns to Enzo Amore. I'm gonna throw Veer and Shawn Michaels on that list too. All right. Here's your comparison. <laughs> so here are your free agents. Oscar. Bailey. Yeah. Time out. Time out. Yeah. In the mother of all I, I can say it on this show because you sort through it. In the mother of all bullshit, how was Eva Marie not drafted? She's a free what agent. What the hell is this? Well, so he, so you know what I was thinking just now is we had made that big deal about Dakota Kai. I had heard when they signed Eva Marie uh, this time that Eva was gonna going to her role was really going to be about establishing a new people, and we kind of saw that with Dewdrop, right? She was mm-hmm. she kind of got her off and running. Maybe that's the idea with Dakota Kai. Maybe Dakota Kai comes in as Eva Marie's next heater or something. I would uh, love and every she, second of that. I would love every single second of that. And then get them, get them, give them Tegan too. I don't care. So yeah, so Eva Marie, free agent, so she can show up. 
She presumably will show up sometime anywhere. Uh, Lindsay Dorado, Grand Metalik, uh, Lacey Evans. Even, I guess you can throw John Cena and Brock Lesnar. They're very part-time, but... Um, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and Goldberg can go wherever the hell they want to go. That's why they're not on these lists. That's why they'll never be drafted. They will be able to appear on both shows at will. Yeah. They will go wherever WWE wants to, <laughs> to exactly. direct them. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's I think that's the majority of the the storylines out of the draft. Of course, you, you have a ton of people moving about, right? You, you know, you've got your Jeff Hardy's moving over and Drew McIntyre moved over from to SmackDown. Uh, on the Raw side, you had Seth Rollins go over and you have Finn Balor go over. So those are some like top names that are moving about. Uh, Keith Lee stayed on Raw. Most a lot of you know a lot of people stayed put, but um, so Big E, I think Big E against Seth Rollins is fun. Big E against Keith Lee eventually is fun. Big E versus Carrying Cross at some point. Yeah. So there's some there's some good matches that came out of that. Yeah. And, um, and I just I just brought up that SmackDown guy. Actually, this morning I was asked going through WWE on their Facebook page. Today is Bailey's heel turn anniversary. So this morning while I was having my cup of coffee outside in a sweet smoky treat, I watched Bailey Slasher Bailey Buddies, and it was just absolutely <laughs> incredible. And there was actually a video. They didn't show it here, but I think when the, when the time happened a couple months after, I guess a mother showed a video of a five-year-old, like in tears, a six or seven-year-old, a young kid, just in tears as these Bailey Buddies were being slashed. When you can make little kids cry, that is like top-notch heel turn right there. And Bailey's been gold ever since. And I believe I said it to my wife because I didn't want, I couldn't, wasn't able to watch SmackDown this week. But last week, I'm like, you know, what? I miss Bailey. I, I miss her. Yeah. So I hope she gets back soon. Um, I do think the show misses her a lot. Yeah, I think, I think she. Yeah, I'll, I'm looking forward to. And that, but the nice thing is, she was kept out of the draft, so she can come back any moment. Yeah, she well, was out because she was out because of injury. Oscar was out because of injury. Eva Marie was injured on screen. So if you want to call it an injury, I guess maybe they're selling at that point. I'm going to chalk that up. The reason why she wasn't drafted first overall ahead of Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> Elias. Uh, Elias. Yeah, we have. I, I actually asked that question before the draft. Does anyone have eyes on Elias? We haven't seen him since he burned his guitar, and he looked like he was going through a character change, and we still haven't seen it yet. Uh, Slapjack apparently is now, he went back to Shane Thorne and apparently now he's Crocodile Dundee. So, um, I don't know if you put a pin on that. And then I guess probably the biggest surprise, um, is the, the third round tradition, the random tradition of Titus O'Neil getting drafted. Uh, that didn't happen this year. Normally Titus O'Neil, big show. Uh, they're just having this mismatch round of wow, these guys are still around. And, um, they usually draft ahead of guys like, of like Kevin Owens and Shinsuke Nakamura and scratch your head with that. But uh, Titus O'Neil was not drafted either. But I know Titus will always be employed, and Titus was great work. So uh, I always I knew I knew that was the reason why they always had him drafted to get his name still out there. But okay, well, I think that's good on the draft. We'll um real quick here the Crown Jewel, which is coming up. Uh, next week is that uh, is it Thursday or is it Sunday or Saturday? It's or Thursday. It's Thursday, October twenty at noon, noon at Eastern noon. time. So, Big E versus Drew McIntyre, Roman versus Brock, Goldberg versus Lashley, Becky versus Bianca versus Sasha, Edge versus Seth Rollins, Randy Orton and Riddle versus AJ Styles and Amos. 
that's a really good card so far. So I and I feel like they're gonna go. Usually these shows they usually go uh, a little bit big. Like I have to like I said it's a big stadium. Saudi Arabia pays a lot of money for this uh, to take place. Um, I don't think this is in a stadium though. I believe actually this is in an arena. Oh, I haven't looked. Yeah, that the I do know that the capacity is seriously smaller. It's only like twenty thousand as opposed to. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that should, I don't think that should have an impact on the, on the, the 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 what they put out, the product that they put out. They really no. shouldn't have an impact. But uh, I was going through just uh, I was on Wikipedia. Like I said, I kind of use that as my information sources. I know I shouldn't, just easier. But um, I was going through to see if they added any matches because I missed the shows and whatnot. And then uh, I noticed they, it, it was not like King Fayad International Stadium or whatever. Yeah. What, they usually go to like one of two stadiums, mm-hmm. uh, and it was not. It was actually in an arena. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, I don't think it's in. I don't think it's in the the, the cricket stadium, right? Yeah, no, it's a much smaller crowd this time. But it's a pay, like you mentioned, it's a paid show, so yeah. in advance. So WWE is getting paid however much, regardless of whether one person's in the crowd or, you know. Yeah. So and like you said, you have the six matches that you mentioned. I know uh, Bobby and uh, Goldberg will be some type of no holds barred. I believe Edge and Seth Rollins will be in Hell in a Cell. And we're going to have the King of the Ring and Queen's Crown Tournament uh, finals. So we have an eight-match card set up right now, six, where we know the participants. And then uh, within the next two weeks, we'll find out who will be in the finals of the Queen's Crown and the King of the Ring. All right. And we're going to talk about that as soon as we get back from our commercial break. So stick with us. And we're going to talk about King of the Ring and Queen's Crown. If you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out BodySlamClothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to BodySlamClothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and the show kicks off each Friday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeConi, and Gary Mahaffey. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter, currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me for you for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is the Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. We are back in the headline section, I guess. We'll, we'll go with that. Hey, I miss scraps. So, uh... All right, well, so King of the Ring, you mentioned before, uh, before we went to break, we had an eight-person field. Rey Mysterio, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Finn Balor from the SmackDown side on the Raw side, or Raw, I guess it's kind of in flux because everybody's getting drafted around. Uh, Kofi Kingston, Jinder Mahal, Xavier Woods, and Ricochet. We know Sami and Finn, 
they have advanced. They'll be facing each other on SmackDown this week. Uh, and on the other side, Al, we can see a potential New Day versus New Day match. I think you have to do that. I, I think it. I think that has to happen. And there is one person on this planet, and he's said it a million times over again in interviews and whatnot. Xavier Woods, his professional wrestling goal, not only to be a you know, world champion, he wants this king of the ring in the worst possible way. And I think it would be absolutely amazing if he had to beat Kofi Kingston on his way to it. And I, it, it's not going to be, they're not going to split. Like Kofi's not going to turn heel if he loses. Woods might turn heel. You know, if, if Kofi actually beats Woods, that could be a play. I don't, I don't want to ever talk about splitting up the New Day even further than they already are. But you know what? Is Woods your pick? Be, it, would be, it would be a lot of fun. And it's going to be a great, you know, for years down the line, when Woods is talking about, when I won King of the Ring in 2021, I was like, yeah, like, I, you know, Kofi put me over. Kofi, we put on a hell of a match, a 20-minute farm burner on Raw, and Kofi put me over. Is Woods your pick? Yes. I, he's my pick to at least get to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Looking on the SmackDown side, uh, you know, I don't even know why Sammy's in this because we know Sammy's not going. So um, it looks like it's going to be Finn Balor. If it's Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods, that would be again. That's an that's a monumental, huge win for Xavier Woods. So yes, I do believe Xavier Woods will be the king of the ring, and he is going to shine. You think so? So Xavier will be king, looking down at Prince Balor. Yes, Prince yeah, Balor's a prince. Yeah. Do you think there's any? It's weird to me where they actually have a kingdom in Saudi Arabia that they're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's yeah. any like weird feelings with the? Must well, be the, the event's called Crown Jewel. I, I, I mean, it's out of its. Yeah, man. I guess. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what the Saudi Arabian government and uh, how they view that. Like, yeah, you know, I don't. Like in China, you can't televise stuff that is anti-Chinese government type deal. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if Saudi Arabia has. Apparently not. If they're doing these, so. Yeah, I guess they don't care. Um. Okay. I think I, right now I'm leaning on leaning towards Finn Balor, but we'll see how the the raw matches go tonight. Um, Queen's Crown tournament: Tony Storm, Zelina Vega, Liv Morgan, Carmella, Dewdrop, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Shayna Baszler. When this field was announced, I think a lot of people were looking at Liv Morgan as this is her moment, and she lost yeah. in the first round to Carmella. Yeah, that's yeah, I. Uh... I missed the match. Apparently, the internet was in an uproar about that. Everyone got their panties in a bunch. And I, I, I love that. I appreciate that. That's a Jersey girl. Everybody wants to see her shine uh, now that she's on her own. But, you know, my pick was Zelina Vega. My pick was Naomi, actually. But now, you know, she's off. You know, that's a fun storyline that she wasn't allowed to be in it. And now she's got to fight uh, returning another Jersey girl, Sonya Deville, on Friday. So uh, that'll be fun. Welcome back, Sonya. It's been too long. Can't wait for that. So now we have Zelina Vega and Carmella yes. in the semifinals. That's kind and of that weird. Was, yeah, that's a weird pair. Like, they were friends, frenemies. Yeah. I guess you want to call it that, you know. But they uh, that's going to be interesting. Now on the other side, you got Dewdrop, Natalia, Dana Brooke, and Shayna Baszler. So you got the Queen of Hearts on top, the Queen of Spades on the bottom. I'm going to go Queen of Spades the whole tournament. That's tough. They got the Princess of Staten Island on the other side. Yeah, so they... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's tough to bet against Shayna in this. But yeah. then, you know, with 
I, do you do Zelina Vegas, Shayna Baszler final? Like it's yeah, that that's it's gonna be heel on heel action if if Shayna Baszler makes this. So true. Um, I can't I mean, maybe Natalia. Natalia's already had her Saudi match that moment. She's gonna be in the history books forever. So I, I don't think Natalia would be the one to do this. Uh, do drop potentially. Uh, Dana Brooke, no, and unfortunately, you know that's just not. She's losing tonight. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. It, it looks like we're potentially headed towards a Shayna Baszler versus Alina Vega. Um, I guess it could be Carmella. I don't know. Uh, yeah, who knows? Because Carmella could play that crowd because you have to be completely covered as a female in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So if Carmella is the most beautiful person ever, like she's going to she'll easily yeah, I don't know. piss off an entire country. Just by yeah. lifting her shirt up a little bit, and then you know, like that's that's the end of it. You know, then all of a sudden, I don't think they're gonna screw around with that. <laughs> I don't think they can either. So that's why that you might might just keep Carmella home on that one. So. Yeah, good point. All right. Well, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, I took a trip and I went to two dynamites. So I just want to kind of a couple quick notes on that. Uh, the dynamite. Holy Rochester crap! Were you all over the place on the dynamite in Rochester? Holy crap! You were right. I was in every was shot. <laughs> you took away from the match. I was looking at your beautiful face the entire time. I just wanted to see your reaction as you were reacting to, yeah, the matches. So don't ever do that again. I missed a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, the show had a heavy Brody Lee focus, and uh, I think that was obvious, even if you were watching on television, but. There was a bunch of family at ringside. Uh, at the very end, negative one came out. He got the microphone. Travis and I were like, let's get out of here because that kid can talk forever. Uh, he did lead the crowd in singing happy birthday to his aunt who was at ringside. So uh, it was just kind of a feel-good night. And, of course, the TNT championship changed and everything on that night. Uh, so it was fun. That shocked the- me. I, I, I get it now. The more when you think about it, like, okay, a title change and probably a new champion. I get it. I get it now. But like, holy crap! Like, I can't believe Miro got beat. I just, for as far as Miro goes, though, I say just stay tuned. I'm sure. I, yeah. I think yeah. when he comes back from this loss, it's he's not going to be hunting that TNT title anymore. No. no, no. So, the Dynamite Philly show, their second anniversary show, and there was a, you know, I don't know if it came through on TV. But there was definitely like an homage to the ECW era there because in the very first uh, in Dark Ele- uh, Dark Elevation, which they taped before uh, Dynamite goes on the air, and it was the first match. Joey Janela worked against Crowbar, and the Blue wow. Meanie came out halfway through. He did a run in in the match, so there was that. Then at the very the very end of the night, Tony Khan comes to the ring to say thank everybody for coming, and then he. He brings Taz, Chris Jericho, Dean Malenko, and Jerry Lynn down, and they all have you know things to say about Philadelphia and you know ECW days and everything. And then you'll appreciate this. Just about ready to, to wrap things up, and CM Punk walks out and he says, "You know, I'm a little insulted that I wasn't invited because I am a former ECW champion." <laughs> <laughs> so they laugh about that, and uh, that kind of closed it out, but. You know, two really fun shows, and in the middle, I went to an independent in Syracuse that went, like, all night to CW, and it started at, like, 7, and it went till midnight. And the very last match, uh, it was Eva Luno and Stu Grayson uh, wrestling, and Negative One did a run-in and a low blow 
to get to get them the win for the match. So um, very weird because man, I think Brody Lee Jr. should have been in bed before that time. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't a school night. I don't have a problem with that. But yeah, they, um, yeah, is he supposed to be still be working? Like, like I said, is he working? Like, it, it's I know this is like they can play it off. It's like, oh, he's just having fun with his friends, and you know, you know, child labor laws yeah. aren't going to be pissed off. But like, this is like. Is there a line? There's got to be a line somewhere. Not that I'm having a problem with Brody Jr., but I just like I'm I'm worried. It's child acting. It's done everywhere, right? That's fair. Okay, you're right. Is, I knew there was there was an answer. I knew there was an answer somewhere. I'm like, wait, a minute, is he supposed to be working? Yeah. Is he have working papers in yet? Yeah, working papers in ten. <laughs> All right. Some other things <laughs> over the weekend. We had knockouts, knockdown. Mercedes Martinez won the Impact tournament, so she is going to be getting a championship match against either Deanna Perrazzo or Mickey either my ass are you kidding me well if you had watched knockouts knockdown mickey james would not shut up about the fact that it's going to be her the entire time mickey james on commentary and uh, every time we had a tournament match we talked about how much mickey james would love to wrestle this person so it was Mm -hmm. talked about a lot so uh mercedes martinez getting that title match she by the way beat tasha steels in the final who was my pick to win the whole thing so jersey girl bad you know what? We could have had some Jersey on Jersey violence if Tosh would have won that uh, that final. Yeah, that would have been crazy. I, you know, I say maybe it'll happen still. So you never know. I had Chelsea Green. I, she just stuck out to me. I just figured that would have been, you know, Deanna versus Chelsea. They're best friends. They've been on Twitter. They've yeah. just been all over. When are we gonna fight? When are we gonna fight? We're gonna have some fun. You know, not like you no know, nasty like plotline ones like like what MJF would do on Twitter, but like they want to have a feud. So I just figured like this was the perfect chance to set it up, and I was completely wrong. Yeah, well, that's that. Awesome Kong to be inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. That'll happen Bound for Glory weekend. The Inspiration Good. is going to debut at Bound for Glory. So Inspiration, of course, is the Iconics. So, so that's fun. Yeah, good for them. That's where they belong. They they they, they yeah. need to be they need to be an impact and the tag team chant, you know, where they can win tag titles together's together, and um, that's that's where they belong. Good for them. I'm happy. Yeah, Travis mentioning we saw Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez in Syracuse at the two CW show, so that was pretty pretty yeah. cool. Sounds like uh, it. Thunder Rosa been all over the place because if you watched GCW's Fight Club over the weekend where Moxley defeated Nick Gage. She also appeared and she wrestled intergender intergender in a seven way scramble match. So she didn't win, but she was there. So, and what signs did Travis bring to this event? Cause he had a different sign every five minutes when I was watching him on dynamite, I'm calling him the man of a thousand signs along with the, the salesman of fun. So that'll work. Uh, he, uh, he didn't signs have any signs for the independent show. That's too bad. But, yeah. <laughs> um, which I threw up in the Minutes to Bell Time Facebook group. If people are interested to watch that show, it, they put it on YouTube for free. So there it is. Um, uh, regarding the inspiration for Bound for, for Bound for Glory, I agree with you. I think this is probably the right move for them because there's a focus on ta- on women's tags here, and there's a heavy focus on women's wrestling. So I think and and Impact is just a little bit odd. And I think it fits. It fits with. Oh yeah, company. exactly. They're, oh my god, yeah. if you put them in like Wrestle House or on Wrestlers Court, it'd be ridiculous. Like, they, yeah. yes, Impact was the correct answer. And the same thing with Strowman. Like, I mean, Strowman needs to get to to Impact. Well, we may see that. We may see that. Uh, yeah. Scott Morris joked, right? That's Braun for Glory. Yeah. So, 
Uh, I mentioned the GCW show a few seconds ago. Uh, Moxley, of course, gets the the win over Nick Gage. Chelsea Green ran out to help uh, Matt Cardona win back the internet championship from Effie. Uh, the Briscoes ran out at the end of, uh, there was a six-man tag, the second gear crew, which is Mance Warner and Matthew Justice. They they were on the winning side of a six-man tag match, and they they said, you know, we're the GCW tag champions. Nobody can beat us. Nobody in any any company. They mentioned AEW and WWE by name, and then out come the Briscoes from Ring of Honor. So. Oh, wow. This is fun because the Briscoes, I don't think, take a lot of dates outside of Ring of Honor. So this no. is interesting. I was, I, I, yeah. Now the Briscoes, I just, I just have such a high the, the Briscoes and the Gorillas of Destiny. I just want to see them branch out into American like mainstream TV and see how they do. Yeah, uh, whether it is AEW or Impact or W, I don't care where they go. I just want to see them on a higher level. Well, the worst part is Ring of Honor could have been Ring of Honor could have been so huge if they just wanted to be. A few years ago, they were so hot, um, and they just didn't they didn't make a leap, you know, because they they're on Sinclair Broadcasting, yeah. so it's limited. I would have uh, the Forbidden Door is open. I know the Good Brothers put out a challenge to either Finn Juice or to uh, the Bullet Club, but I would love to see the Briscoes walk through the door, and I would love to see sure. the Briscoes and the Good Brothers at Bound for Glory. I love to see the uh, God against them. I know they're in the the, the G1 climax. They're not going to be over. I was kind of hoping that would happen, but yeah, um, a little tight. Yeah. Uh, GCW also announced that they're going to run the Hammerstein Ballroom on January 23rd. Now that's a big venue at about 2,000 people, so that's big for them. Uh, it, this this was an announcement. They were kind of like it was it was an fu to all the people that said they've seen a million GCWs come and go. That's basically what this was. And uh, so they were ex- very excited. They did a nice, really nice commercial about going to Hammerstein. So uh, it's fun. Good for them. Yep. Good. So. Nice to see Hammerstein ball. I'm still getting business too. There you go. I feel like that place should have been knocked down years ago. Well, it might get knocked down at the G- GCW show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the unintentional farewell show. There's going to unleash uh, Nick Gage and just tear it down. <laughs> Wow, Women of Wrestling is returning in early 2022. AJ Lee, AJ Mendez, is going to be the executive producer. Tessa Blanchard has signed on as one of the key talent announcements. The internet exploded, uh, and she put out a shirt that said she's nuclear on it, which I think most people think that about her. So it's you know, now you're gonna play. Yeah, now you're gonna play. You gotta play to it. That's genius on Tessa's part. You gotta play to it. Yep. Yep. If you're wondering about the G1 Climax, Kota Ibushi is now leading the A block. He's got 12 points. Saber, Kenta, and Shingo Takagi follow with 10 points. On the B block side, Jeff Cobb and Kazuchika Okada, they both have 12 points. Evil is trailing with 10 points. Uh, Travis and I will talk about this tomorrow in a little bit more detail, kind of try to zero in on who we think might be heading towards the finals. I'm telling you, Tatsuya Naito is going to come back. He's going to come back and win the whole thing. I think it'll be really hard for him to do that. Uh, I would say bordering on impossible, but it's not bordering. <laughs> hey, professional <laughs> wrestling. Anything is possible in professional wrestling. Well, yeah, they, I'm sure they could figure it out. Shane McMahon uh, in a tournament he wasn't involved in. So anything can happen in the. <laughs> Travis Booz Codis has given someone else a G1 win. Yeah, it's tough. The entire time that Travis has been watching, uh, Kota Ibushi has pretty much won the G1 climax. So. Uh, tonight on Monday Night Raw, L, we have Sasha and Bianca versus Charlotte and Becky. Big E and Drew McIntyre face off prior to Crown Jewel. 
The King of the Ring tournament continues with Woods versus Ricochet, Kingston versus Jinder Mahal. The Queen's Crown tournament continues with Dewdrop versus Natalia, Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke. I know you're headed to Long Island. That'll be hosting some Raw and some uh, some Raw and AEW here pretty soon. Or yeah, at, at that arena, so I'm going to be making sure that I'm going to go check on it for the first. I haven't been there since March, so I'm sure a lot's been done construction-wise on uh, the new facility, and uh, I'm going to get to go be there tomorrow. All right. Well, let us know how everything goes yeah, next week. We'll so, all right. Well, then for Al, anything else in wrestling? Did we cover down pretty well? Uh, yeah, I had one joke and I forgot what it was, so we're good. Mm. Okay. Well, save for next week. For Al, I'm Ryan. We'll see you tomorrow. Miss you, Bailey.